This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Like, I consider you, like, an actual friend. Somebody that I can go see. Somebody that I don't mind eh, hanging. Eh. Or associate. Man, fuck you, okay? <laughs> My dad broke an egg. It was fucking making breakfast for us and shit like that when he broke it up and a little baby chicken who was dead rolled out <laughs> into the fucking pan. <laughs> Can I, can I do your IV, sir? I'm kind of nervous. Don't, don't. First, let me give you a tip. I work in medicine. Never tell your patient you're nervous. <laughs> Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks. A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar. A.K.A. Danger Zone. A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller. And A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All right, so online dating is everywhere these days. Between Tinder, Match, OkCupid, Grinder, Plenty of Fish, and on and on and on, online dating is everywhere. It's just exploded. It's become the way you can look at somebody, decide their worth, decide whether you're interested or not, and never have to speak to them. I'll be honest and say I think it's a better way to date than just bouncing around the bars and hoping you meet somebody, but then in the beginning, it wasn't a better way. In fact, sometimes it could be downright scary. See, I'm 40 years old, and as soon as my generation had a PC in every house and then an AOL connection, we just naturally started meeting people offline. But this is before you could swipe left or right and look at info in a picture and decide you wanted to meet somebody and get matched up with them. Back then, you actually had to go into a chat room, click on somebody's name, strike up a conversation, hope you hit it off, then exchange pictures, eventually start talking on the phone, and then eventually you'd launch out on faith, hoping that you don't get murdered or catfished by this person when you finally agreed to meet them. And this is before any of us knew what catfish was called, but we had all had it happen at least once. So this is the way I was operating in my early 20s when it came to dating, and I was still meeting people in bars here and there, but for the most part, it was this online type thing. And I had some dates that went on this way, but there's always one that sticks out in my mind. I'd met a girl, we're going to call her Jane, and she seemed pretty cool. She was cute, she worked nearby, she seemed cool, she wasn't looking for anything serious, and for me, this was perfect. We did the usual where we talked online, then we talked on the phone, we shared pictures, we decided to meet in person, and everything was going to go great. 20-something Shane was all about this. So we decided to meet up on like a Thursday and we decided to go out to dinner and things go well, like really well. And after an hour and a half of flirty conversation, she asked if I want to come back to her place. Now, this is before I was married and I was still in the jungles of dating. So I say, sure. We both hop in her car and she says, I'll drive and we go over to her place. And this is when I found out that her house, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, is actually a single wide trailer. Now, I'm laughing on the inside a little bit to myself, but I'm not going to miss out on this opportunity because, you know, 20s sex, it's just the thing you go and do. So we decided to go into our little single wide trailer and we watch a movie, we drink some shitty beers, and eventually we did those R-rated things that 20-somethings do. Now, I'm not one to typically sleep over, but we'd had a couple beers. It was a Thursday night, like I said. She had driven me here and I'd been drinking, so I said, you know what? I'm going to let myself fall asleep about 30, 45 minutes, and then I'm going to get up and have her take me home. Well, I decide to pass completely the fuck out. And about three and a half hours later, I wake up to a huge, loud banging. Like, bang, 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 bang. I jump up out of bed and I'm like, holy shit, did I just imagine that? Was it a dream? Bang, 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 bang. Now, the funny part was this banging was not coming from the front door. This banging was coming from her bedroom wall, which was on the outside of the trailer. Bang, 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 bang. I shoot up out of bed and I look over at Jane and I'm basically my eyes are looking at her and saying, what the fuck is going on? And she looks at me with this kind of just, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening again. And says, oh, that's just my crazy ex-husband. An ex-husband, I'd never been told about it. But the way she said it, it was like she was asking me if I could hand her a glass of water. Oh, it's just my ex-husband. So she slides out of bed and she starts shouting through the walls, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to call the cops. Get the fuck out of here. I can't believe you're going to do this. Get the fuck out of here. I can't believe you're acting like this. Immediately, I sit up and I start putting my clothes on because I need to get the fuck out of here. But as I'm putting all my shit on and she's yelling at him through the walls of the trailer, I realize I rode here with her. I'm stranded on an island in an online hookup and there's now a crazy guy between me and her car and getting back to my car. 
So she follows him around the trailers. He's banging on the walls, banging on her door. This goes on for what felt like two and a half, three hours before Jane finally steps out, decides to have a conversation with her ex, and she convinces him to leave. And as she's coming back in, I'm basically putting on, I'm tying my last shoe. And she's like, oh, you don't have to go. You can stay the night if you want to. I'll just take you back to your car in the morning. And I smile and I look at her and say, this was fun, but crazy as shit. And I got to go. So we hop into her little Volkswagen bug. She drives me back in what probably is the most uncomfortable, awkward car ride I've ever been a part of. And I get into my car and I never saw Jane again. And online dating isn't always bad. It wasn't always bullshit like this. I met my wife online. We've been together forever. But there are those times that you had those dates that were just like, what the fuck? Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like Michelle, our badass Patreon, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And you can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag PotternFamily. Now, Potter Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass podcast and basically create a family out of thin air if you go to twitter and check out the hashtag potter and family you're going to find our show as well as the hello life what the fuck podcast the around the world and 80s movies podcast and the fantasy football noise podcast and this week on episode 143 kenny's big trip we're going to talk about kenny taking a big trip where pretty much absolutely nothing happened even though i'm desperate for something to have happened and then later on we're going to talk about doctors and a whole lot more so check it out we'll be right back This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Okay, so you were telling me about a lunch that you had the other day where you yeah. went out to a nice restaurant. It's called Houston's. We don't have to protect their identity. There. I'm not trying to protect them, <laughs> but I'm saying you went out to a nice restaurant. Yelling at me like, for naming people. We can't name restaurants now. What is this? Nazi Germany? <laughs> it's not Nazi. Stop making everything about Nazi Germany just because you're playing fucking Call of Duty, okay? Yeah, hey, I have a duty <laughs> to stop these Nazi motherfuckers. They cuss like mad sailors in this game. I sat with Kenny just a second ago watching this fucking new Call of Duty game, and I swear to God, it's stressful just to watch. It's, like, it's, I'm not even playing. And he got shot, like, legitimately eight times while I was sitting there. And it looks so realistic, because I've got the Pro, PlayStation Pro, which is in 4K. There's fucking pieces of people's legs <laughs> laying around and shit, dude. Like, you look at people who have no arms, and you're just like, well. We have come a long way from Atari. <laughs> <laughs> when you have the little paddle. That you could like play play uh, tennis I like with. The paddle games. Like that. I like the paddle games. Pong was a paddle game. You know what game I used to fucking love on the Atari? This is no bullshit. Harry Pitfall. Uh, Pitfall was awesome, but uh, Tank. Tank was good. Where it was just fucking different versions Tank, of tanks. Tank was one of those games that had the triangular uh, chart cartridge. The cartridge with the slope at the top. Oh, yeah. The off-brand cartridge. Remember those? <laughs> Some of those games were good. Um, Baseball had an off-brand cartridge. Uh, Frogger was awesome. Also, was one right. of my uh, my favorite. I like Harry Pitfall, but I gotta be honest, dude. Pac-Man was the fucking shit, though. Like it just, was good. Just a it super shitty fucking. Like when you when I look back now, I'm like it got hard fast on on Atari. Well, the first couple of levels, you're like, <laughs> these ghost ass. And they're like, they're all like, hey, we got tactics, motherfucker. <laughs> Suddenly they start boxing you in in the corners yeah, and shit that's like what I'm that. Saying. You're trying to avoid eating the fucking pellet because you're like, no, I'll just save the pellets. Right, we yeah. got way off base here with Pac Man. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> know. Hey, if you stick your finger in your ear and scratch, it sounds just like Pac Man. I'm not doing that. Dude. <laughs> Let's see if we can record that. Hold on. Can you hear this? That sounds gross. Is what it sounds like. It's, do it! it. I swear like... to God, do it! No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's identical. <laughs> That's fucking crap. I wonder if the people who invented Pac-Man did that. They just scratched the inside I don't of her ear. They meant to do that. It was a <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if you do it at home, ladies and gentlemen, it'll blow your mind. This is one of the craziest uh, intros to a clip we've ever done. <laughs> I don't get where we're going here. 
Um, so getting off video games, let's get back to your lunch where you went to Houston's and you sat down and you had yeah. this nice uh, lunch. Yeah, I had a business meeting and I went to Houston's and I was pissed off because I ordered a French dip and whatever was going on with the chef that day, he cut my sandwich basically long ways from corner to corner. Explain what a French dip is to anybody who doesn't know. It's prime rib on a French roll, uh, which is a long sub type roll. And you dip it in au jour sauce, which is the cooked off uh, cookings of the prime rib. Which is delicious, by the way. It's delicious. Everything it that's has going provolone on here, cheese on it. Everything that's going on here is delicious. Yes. I just want to throw it out there if you don't know. It's a very good sandwich. But when they cut it that far, it made the sandwich like like a triangular point that was so fucking oblong that it had no structural integrity. I, I had to eat most of the sandwich with a knife and fork because I'm in a business meeting. <laughs> and I can't look like a fucking Attila the Hun over here feasting on my fucking slaughter. I'm like... God damn it. They knew I was on a meeting. <laughs> I took half the sandwich with me, and you know I never take doggy bag. So I can't just imagine you like, ah, like, no. like sandwich flying everywhere. Like, that's how I would naturally eat. If I could, if it was just me and you and like Nikki or something, I'd be like, ah, fuck you guys. I'm going to eat my sandwich. I'm but actually- here I am trying to make some money off these people, and I'm like using my knife and fork on a French dip looking like a douchebag. So I use my knife and fork. <laughs> you might have been there and be like, dude, pick up your fucking sandwich, you asshole. What's wrong with you? Shut up, Shane. And uh, yeah, I was pissed. And then, you know, I took half my sandwich home. I don't feel like you were applying yourself. I applied myself quite well. If you ever try to eat French dip with a knife, <laughs> knife and fork, you tell me how easy it is. So that wasn't the only super exciting thing, which that was a great story, by the way, with you and your your French tip and all. But that wasn't the most exciting thing that's happened to you at work recently. You told me about your business trip and you told me like you had some really. No, 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 no. There was nothing exciting about my business trip. <laughs> no, you told me that at one point you were kidnapped and in the back nope, of a trunk. No, no, that happened. You told I me that flew you were... to Dallas. I stayed in the hotel. And then and someone hit you from behind in the back no, of your head, knocked no, you out, and you were happen. in the trunk of a car. That never happened. That happened. You woke up in a junkyard. No, I went to bed around 11 o'clock, and I got up around 7, and I walked through a conference center, and then I watched a couple of lectures. And uh, and at one point during one of the lectures, you got stabbed, right? No. There were no, no – nothing good. So – Nothing happened on the entire trip. Nothing. You did. You were never in the trunk of a car. You never got stabbed. Nope. You, you took, didn't, a, took Uber three times. Nothing out of the ordinary. Did, <laughs> they really let me down. Uber. I really wait a minute. Wait, there was the one Uber driver that held you at gunpoint, right? No, that never. Nothing happened. <sighs> the Uber driver picked me up and took me to my destination. <laughs> Let's imagine that the Uber driver did hold you at gunpoint. Why would we imagine that? That's just that's, that's making up stuff. That's I'm not, not saying that's we're making us up. telling stories. That's just us making shit up. I'm saying let's let's just imagine. I know most of our stories don't sound real, but they actually happen. <laughs> there's no way most of the stuff is real, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny's making half of it up. But there's no way I'm making half of it up. This is what happens when nothing happens. There's no, there's no, nothing happened. Um, let's see. I. Uh, he told me he was stabbed at one point during a lecture. I was not stabbed. There was no stabbing. <laughs> he told me I had to wait like 20 minutes to get my name tag at the second conference. The first conference was seen. Stop, 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 dude. I'm going to stab you out of boredom if you don't stop. Dude, <laughs> I, I told you not God. to bring the story up. You you insisted. I didn't insist on anything. You told me that you were stabbed, and then you want to recant as soon as we get into the story because you're ashamed recant. of getting stabbed. I didn't There was, there was, was no stab wounds on me. <laughs> you know this. I don't wear a shirt when we record. Ladies and gentlemen, he's got this huge bandage right there on like his side Shane's just mad because I went on a three day business trip and didn't come back with one single solitary story <laughs> in reality Kenny calls me as soon as he lands Denny's made me shit a little funny <laughs> if you really want to know that was the that was the height of uh, unusual occurrences on my business trip. That's not unusual because Denny's makes everybody shit funny for at least the next day or so. It woke me up in the middle of the night. I was like, ugh. But, <laughs> but here's what really happened. Shit, like, man, he was never stabbed or anything like that. But what did happen is as soon as Kenny lands and he gets in his car, he says, yeah, man, I'm finally back from my trip. I was like, awesome, man. How'd it go? He goes, pretty normal. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, when you do a podcast, you kind of wonder if like something's going to happen that you could talk about. And literally... Nothing. Nothing fucking happened at all. And I was like, the plane took off. I was like, are you serious? They came and asked me what I wanted for my drink. I got a scotch. <laughs> they finished their rounds. <laughs> the airplane lands. I take a taxi to the hotel. There was the one guy who knocked on the door of the uh, cockpit, though, no, to try and get the. Nothing happened. 
It was a small plane. I will say this. I've never flown on a plane that small. It's one of the ones that has the jets on the back okay. wing. Instead of on the wings, it's on the tail. Those motherfuckers are noisy. Really? Yes. Fucking loud compared to a regular airplane. And they don't have TVs either. It sucked. That fucking sucks, dude. Tell like, you, dude. It's the most boring trip I've ever taken. That's like, funny. well. <laughs> we don't get to, I was like, because on the way back from Vegas, I watched uh, the movie with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. Where the Rock was a CIA agent. I don't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it about. was hilarious. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And it was it was a long movie, and right about the time it ended, we were back in Atlanta. It was awesome because I've been meaning to catch up on that movie. And here I am on this trip. I'm like, I'm gonna get two movies in. <laughs> I'm gonna get one on the way to Dallas. And I get on there. First of all, I realize there's only two seats on one side, three seats on the other, and just coach was like shitty. Comfort Plus, which is what I usually fly, which is like business class right. for the new name. Oh, no. I know what Comfort Plus is. It's fucking awesome. It's $30. It's well worth that $30. <laughs> it's like when I saw the upgrade fee for Comfort Plus, it was like, huh. Yeah. So more leg room and wider seat. Sure. Yeah. And it's still not comfortable, by the way. It's a fucking airline seat. What are you, unless but you're in first class. And they kept trying to, I'm flying, well, I was flying Delta and they kept offering me first class and they wanted me to go first class just for $100. And at first I was like, hell yeah, because I've been on big planes before. Right. And when you walk through first class on a big plane, it's like they're recliners with fucking drink stations and like <laughs> they have like a cup holder and shit. Like fucking, there's there's a fucking drop down TV fucking, for them. It's like you literally expect them to like be smoking a cigar, there's basically. Like a, there's a hooker binge will come out and give you a blowjob. It's crazy. First class is like you, you you have to wear a fur coat and shit. So mouth or hand? I'm thinking mouth or hand hundred dollars. I might might be the time for me to finally step up at first class and i got on the airplane and i'm so happy i did not spend that hundred dollars those seats were maybe like an extra inch really yeah so there were two seats on. oh that's right because you're on a little bitch plane yeah, compared. Was a seven one seven seventeen not even a 737 or a 47 a 717 uh so it seems like 50 people at the most so why didn't you walk up to the desk and be like um I'm Ken Baldwin. You know how most places have like three seats on either side? Right. This plane, they couldn't even put three seats on one of those two sides. It was two and three, except first class, which was two and two. See, I want to fly a plane that's one and one. Like, no, I want to, no, dude. I heard the little planes are like scurry. No, no, no. Hold on one second. There's new planes that they're building in Japan right now that are fucking like hotel rooms in the sky. <laughs> I bet those are cheap. <laughs> with, with fucking, like you get swivel chairs and a bed. If the cheap seats cost like six hundred dollars for some flights, I wonder what those cost. I'll bet that shit is like fucking five ten thousand dollars every like a, time. A regular person's yearly salary. It's well, that would be thirty thousand dollars, sir. Yeah, well, uh, cash how much? Charge. How much is it for Comfort Plus again? <laughs> Oh shit, man! I'm gonna splurge. I'm gonna get that room with the fucking bed and shit like that. Uh, uh, Thirty five thousand. Yeah, there was no splurging. There was nothing to splurge on in this trip. I wasn't like in a nice enough hotel where they had a spa or anything. You didn't even have a spa? No, I was at a I was at a Hilton Garden Inn. <laughs> so wasn't there the one time though that like the group of ruffians from the neighborhood like attacked no, you and then by happened. the end of like like no, an hour and a half later happened. you were Dude, friends with them? It's almost weird. When nothing happens on my trips, because there's always something. I was, I'm like a story magnet. Shit just happens around me. And this time I was like, huh. <laughs> I slept really good for three days in a row because like nothing was going on. I just, that's, it's so fucking hard to believe because every time like you go I only out of have town, a shower in my house, in my little condo down here. So having a bath, I could soak my knee. And it was a pretty big bath. It wasn't like a garden tub or anything, but it was a nice tall bath. So I could actually get the top of my legs wet. That was kind of nice. This that story sucks. is so fucking boring. We're talking about the bath you took. And the towels were fresh. The towels were fresh. Yeah. The food was mediocre. It was just there. The food was mediocre. The towels. To the point of the last towers. night I was there, I had pizza. I ordered some wings. Because, <laughs> like, if I was going to pay $18 for six wings... <laughs> at the hotel three dollars a wing yeah Fuck basically because it's hotel food they know you don't have not a basically dude that's fucking simple math yes correct that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yes that's why pizza was ordered um they all had an attitude but that kind of happened okay the only cool thing that happened on the whole trip okay like so the, they came out with the a front, gun the front desk no the front desk guy just kind of had an attitude when he called to let me know my food was there 
Really? Like he was like, yeah, oh, your food's on the way up. Instead of spending fifty dollars on mediocre food from our hotel, God, I've never been to a hotel period that's had shitty food. I've never food been was to- not shitty so much as it just was not worth what it was being charged. It was being charged okay. I can, like I can good see restaurant that. feed, and it was more like eh, like the steak wasn't even Longhorn good, and you don't like Longhorn, so no good. Longhorn's shit, dude. It's no, fucking Longhorn's all good. salty and nasty. That's because you hate flavor. You hate sugar and you no, hate salt. No, it's not that. It's not that I hate salt. It's every time I go there, it's basically like they fucking take the top off the shaker and just tip it over and shit. <laughs> They put seasoning on. You're so white. <laughs> I know how to season fucking food, dude. Uh, I cook at our house all the fucking time, but I don't like it if you just dump salt on okay. shit, period. It tastes salty the way it tastes good. You're also the same guy who doesn't eat any vegetables. I've watched you go buy a fucking two pound London broil Whatever. and sit just, down and be like, I just think you've been, ah. uh, I think you've been tainted by the organic. Hold on. We're not getting into organic right now. I want to talk about the fact that when we lived together, there were times that you'd come into the kitchen with like a two-pound London broil. And Nikki, I'll never forget Nikki coming to me and going, I think Kenny's cooking for everybody. And I, was, I went, I think you need to verify. <laughs> Did he bring a London broil through? Yeah. That's not for everybody. <laughs> he'll, I said, he'll cut you. <laughs> I was like, I think you need to verify whether or not that's going to be for everybody or just for Kenny. Because – Typically, that's for Kenny. That's I eat like, a lot of meat. <laughs> oh, that's going to be an intro right there. <laughs> why are you going to be uh, anti-LGBT? I'm not. I'm just telling you that that's going to be an intro. Why, is that why do you have to immediately think about why that? Is that? Why is that? Because a guy eating a lot of meat is funny. No, it's just manly. <laughs> <laughs> Red meat makes you a man. Red meat makes you Eating a, a bunch of chicken would be weird. I mean, who just sits down with like a bowl of two pounds of chicken? No <laughs> well, if it's a bucket, though. Now, if it's a bucket of fried chicken, that's a whole different. <laughs> but that's a whole different game. But London Burrow's clean. There's no batter. There's nothing. There's just you. Meat. You would never ever in your life sit down with two pounds of skinless, boneless chicken breasts. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't say even sautéed. It would be like. Why? <laughs> I need some rice or something. <laughs> <laughs> Even grilled. You'd be like, uh, I, need some, I need some saffron rice. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to offset the amount of chicken I have here because this is something. a shitload of chicken. Like I tried to do it with turkey once. I can't even do it with pork chops, but for some reason, red meat. You can eat, you can a, eat shit. a shitload See, of red he's meat. Now <laughs> Shane likes a shitload of meat. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, to sit down. It's, it's so weird about red meat because, like, uh, last night we had a fucking uh, – we do the HelloFresh thing where they send you the ready-to-make meals See? and shit. See? It's not organic. It's just fucking it's shit in a box to foo, make foo, a meal. Foo, foo, foo. What was fucking um, – it was steak was the fucking meal the other night. myself. Okay. <laughs> like Ron Swanson or just like the Swanson TV dinners? No, it's, it's not Swanson <coughs> TV dinners. It's Swanson home prep meals. That's Swanson TV dinner just with a new name, dude. That's all it no, is. No, they're a lot higher end. Actually, it's called Schwann's. It's called what? Schwann's. There's a, there's a, it's not just uh, – there's, there's an SH in there. So it's Schwann's. S-H-W-A-N-N. Schwann? They've been around for a long time. Your parent, our parents. Used I know to exactly what you're talking about, dude. My my parents used to fucking. There was a time that we lived off of fucking yeah, you TV order, dinners. That you were can like, order meals for a family, but if you cut them out the vegetables and you can order the meat, then I can have a meal. <laughs> <laughs> they have really good turkey and gravy, and they have really and turkey is another thing. Unlike chicken. I can't eat two pounds of turkey. I'll fuck a turkey. I've made an ass of myself at Thanksgiving dinner before. (laughs) Not giving a fuck. Like other people that like you're, I'm not related to. Like I like a girl I know. You know her too. Okay. She invited me over Thanksgiving dinner, and I fucked their turkey up. Yeah. (laughs) And like I could tell the dad was getting mad about it because there were gonna be no leftovers, and I didn't care. First Wait time. a minute! You're talking about like a fucking ten pound bird. You ate enough turkey where there wasn't gonna be leftovers. They didn't get a very big bird. They invited me to Thanksgiving, so they made a tactical error, and I ate all their mashed potatoes too. That's the fucking thing. Is it? It, it was a brine turkey. He brined it, oh, and wow. I've never had brine turkey. My dad's all big into smoking them or frying them or whatever, but brine turkey good, dude. Fry. We don't. I don't want to get too deep into talking turkey because we got we got Thanksgiving coming up a little bit and we got a lot of Thanksgiving to talk about. Yeah, I'm but trying to figure I'm gonna, out what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. I don't know yet. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. A fried turkey is some of the best shit I've ever put in right. my face. All right. No, the first time you have one, it changes the game if it's done right. It, it's they're they're good, but I don't think they're as good as people make them out to be. I think that there's also a fine there's, line. Between, there's something to be said for a properly roasted turkey. Oh, I agree. Now dude. here's the deal: it's easier to fry a turkey. <laughs> 
believe it or not. Oh, it's absolutely too easier. Roast it the right way. Absolutely. We do it in a fucking big ass pot and shit. You I, have to fucking baste that I shit. I have a two step process when I roast a turkey. No, you don't. Yes, I do. The first step, you leave the bird covered with tinfoil, wool and you cook it all the way through. And then for like the last 30 minutes, you take the tinfoil off and the, the skin has doesn't have that nice brownness to it. But you turn it up 100 degrees and you slap that son of a bitch in there for 30 minutes. And you take it out. Oh, and you put a little bit, little bit of oil on it. Usually olive oil is the best, but also canola oil will work. I just don't imagine you rubbing the bird. Oh, down you got to massage it, shit. dude. You can't just rub it on there all haphazard. You got to massage it into the bird. And then you put it. Sometimes I'll even, if, if I'm in a hurry and I have the time to stand there and watch it so it don't get fucked up, I'll use a broiler. Well, you I use the top flames. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I use the uh, broiler when I make fucking potatoes in the oven. I'll fucking cook them all the way through, and then I throw them under the broiler for like five minutes, and it's like all crispy and shit like that. It's the same you, fucking why principle. Are you making your potatoes crispy. <laughs> when I'm talking about when I make fries, like homemade fries. Oh, and okay, stuff like that, that. okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking you were like, <laughs> I want my baked potato hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, can I get the skin crispy on that potato? Are you making weapons or <laughs> baked potatoes? What when I'm doing turkey, what we do is we take the fucking turkey and put it in one of those uh, those cookers, like the fucking <laughs> big cookers with a lid on it and shit like that and i just add like two cups three cups of water in the bottom of it yeah and like add all my spices and shit like that but i add all my spices to it and then i just base I still, that motherfucker even though every, we all goddamn know i'm not gonna eat it i'll still make the stuffing too because stuffing keeps your turkey moist i did all that shit the last time i made one but i fucking basted that motherfucker like every 30 minutes for like eight hours or some shit i don't on baste thanksgiving them. day i don't baste them because i do injecting Oh, I injected and basted. But you don't need to baste it if you have it wrapped in tinfoil. See, I don't. I didn't do the wrapped in tinfoil thing. I just put the thing in that's the, the fucking trick. thing. That's the amazing part. But here's the thing I did is I took all that shit in the bottom, and that's what I made my gravy with. I took the little fucking innards and shit that they give you, the little bag of them and shit. Yeah. Some people cut the bag open. No, you don't need that shit <laughs> anywhere in your life. It's called giblet gravy, and it's very popular with old people. I've had it that before. That shit's a nasty I had it before when I was younger and didn't realize what it was. Yeah, I thought and when it was I mushrooms. knew exactly when I knew what it was, I was like, "Yo, nasty!" Y'all That's motherfuckers should have told a motherfucker if you're gonna put some bits in there. God damn, Kibble gross ass mother- shit! What old the southern fuck is- people, old southern people will fuck you up with some food. Here, eat this. Uh, uh-uh, what is it? I have a natural response to southern people. What is it? It's a, it's a, it's a cob knobber. No, no, I don't want to know your nickname for it. Some probably come goddamn pig knuckles or something. It is pig knuckles, isn't it? Goddamn cob knocker my ass. <laughs> they actually eat pig knuckles down here, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and liver and onions is a fucking thing, brains. too. Brains. They eat brains. My dad was all about going and buying the fucking little tub of livers. Oh, was- yeah. Livers everywhere. They eat livers. They eat pig brains down here. And... and Sheep brains. I've never eaten any pig brains or sheep brains. They Not that I know breakfast. of. They eat, they eat it in bre- and they scramble it with the eggs sometimes. So you got to be careful. Very popular. Look it up. I don't want to look it up. That's fucking nasty, dude. That's, <laughs> nasty. Fucking, that's Hannibal Lecter nasty when he's fucking eating people and shit. That's Ooh. gross, dude. It's like eating fish gills. What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to eat that part. I'm not a huge fan of anything that... Um, or like people that suck the head of the crawdad. Oh, dude, there's certain things that I'm willing to do, and there's certain <laughs> things that I'm not. And I'm not sucking a crawdad. Here. Crawdads are one of those things that I'm just like, I'm never quite sure if I like crawdads, I'll be honest. They're good if they have just the tails. <laughs> They're not all fucking gross because somebody's sucking the head and the brain out. <laughs> the tail, that's a freshwater shrimp. I don't know, man. I, when I was a kid, we used to catch crawdads. We used to go to the fucking... Um, yeah, we used to catch them and then eat them. We didn't eat them, dude. We'd fucking catch them and keep them as pets because we were lonely fucking poor kids. <laughs> we needed something to y'all, keep us... Y'all turn the goddamn food into goddamn pets. <laughs> That's what people in fucking China right now would say that we're doing with dogs. You try to hatch the chickens? Mom buy eggs and y'all are like, let's keep this one warm and we'll have a pet. Oh, no, dude. But I do remember one time being in the trailer and my dad making breakfast. And me hearing my dad go, oh, did he eat? Did he eat one of the crawdads? No, my dad broke an egg. It was fucking making breakfast for us and shit like that. When he broke it up and a little baby chicken who was dead rolled out into the fucking pan. <laughs> and you would have thought my dad saw the ghost of Christmas past, dude. I would have very angry. All right, this, this, on this one, I'm with you, Dennis. <laughs> I, mean, I would, he was, I would have probably had to shut breakfast down. <laughs> oh, he did. He he couldn't cook anymore. Uh, we going to McDonald's. <laughs> he was fucking done. Mark. He had no, oh, well, 
back then Martin's closed at fucking noon, like or at two. <laughs> Martin closes at like nine thirty a.m. They're like, "Fuck you if you don't get up early. You can't have Martin's if you if you sleep in." Um, I I will never forget. And that's one of the times that my dad got just freaked right the fuck out. Like my dad, my dad wasn't great with that kind of shit. And anytime it was gross like that, Dude, he was I have like, pretty, Ugh. I have a pretty tough stomach. But by God, I would not have been able to get through that. That bed, that's like a bird fetus. It's, it's like, absolutely. It's like trying, it, it is a bird fetus. It's, like, it's not like a bird fetus. It's like fetus. somebody walking in and dropping an aborted fetus on the goddamn dinner table while you're in the middle of preparing dinner. Well, thank you. I didn't need to see your fucking mistake. But. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What? Not a person yet. I actually used a phrase at work one time. I was talking about um, God. What was I? Talking? I want to say I was talking about Mad Max. Uh, undead babies. No, I was, well, it's along those lines. I was talking about Mad Max or some movie that was terrible. And I said, so um, obviously it wasn't Mad Max then. No, I was talking about, I want to say I was talking about Mad Max, but I was talking about, uh, you were just giving your bad opinion on Mad Max. Well, I was telling somebody that I thought the movie was an abortion of cinema. And I remember I, this was after a couple cocktails and Did I remember you, looking you, around the table. You should be a film critic because you have such bad taste. I remember looking around <laughs> the table and everybody, everybody wasn't offended about my opinion about Mad Max. The phrase an abortion of cinema kind of caught everybody I off think you guard. think it was abortion. I think they were just offended by your bad taste. It absolutely was just the uh, the abortion comment. I had more than one person go, an abortion? And I was like, um. The, you should have had more than one person being like, what is wrong with you? That movie was amazing. That movie was not amazing. Anyway, we're not getting off on the Mad Max. There are we're not, two we're not getting off on the, the Mad entire Max. world who, doesn't, who don't like that movie. They both have the last name Smith and they both live in Camelot. <laughs> It might be because there's two percent that aren't there on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and I'd say that's me and Nikki probably. <laughs> <That's> probably. <laughs> there are a hundred people they count, and me and Nikki like, are in there. It's like YouTube comments when people are like, "Who are these two assholes who doesn't like Jesus singing about happiness, <laughs> the devil and Buddha, <laughs> Jesus taking all our goddamn thunder." Okay, so I'll never apologize about my opinion when it comes to Mad Max, but at this point, it's just become kind of fun to mess with Kenny about it. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about doctors and how much quick powder, whether it's chocolate or strawberry milk, absolutely sucks. So check it out. We'll be right back. We'll return after these messages. Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from That Film Stew. Do you like movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV news? Then That Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. Or head to our website, thatfilmstewpodcast.weebly.com. That Film Stew Podcast. Listen, comment, follow, share. If you're good at something, never do it for free. All right, Kenny. This week we're going to do a brand new commercial for Patreon. You've already been told What's what pa- you've already been told what Patreon is. Uh, I knew you, ass- you were going to ask you me. Assume that I listen. Don't fucking ask me what Patreon is. Patreon is the place. Patreon.com/slash now let them older. Where if they go there, give us money, donate oh. to the podcast every month. Yeah, give me some money. It's for now that I'm older. It's not for Kenny. There is no place to donate to Kenny. Don't try to donate directly to Kenny. Patreon.com, if you go there, we're going to give you things like stickers, T-shirts, uh, unreleased content. We're also going to have Kenny do a shout-out where he talks about you directly, and he's going to do his best to make it as nice as possible. No, I'm not. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Right. What's up, guys? This is Gerald and my buddy right across from me, as always. Andy. We are two peas on a podcast, and we want to invite you to join us weekly as we discuss. What do we talk about? We talk about a little bit of everything. We I do. mean, we talk about too much. Events, we talk about too politics, much politics, sports. We, we talk, even talk about sports. We're dudes. We yeah, talk we talk about, about too much stuff. In fact, don't join us. It's too much. <laughs> it's too complicated. I think you're confusing uh, them, Gerald. <laughs> we are a weekly podcast discussing current events, pop culture, hot topics. Hot. The topics uh, are hot. Not the retail store. Just uh, hot topics. Well, oh, I used to anything, love. That was a great store. If anything happened at Hot Topic, we would discuss that as well. Do you want to get your black Metallica shirt and some studded earrings? Yeah, we'll talk about that. But uh, my name is Gerald and my buddy Andy, and you can catch us on Two Peas on a Podcast. Please go to our website. It's twopeasonapod.com. Check it out. 
Check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod and subscribe via iTunes or Google Play. We hope to hear you listening. Is that, we can't we can't <laughs> yes. do that though, can we? No, we can do. It. We can hear them uh, listening. I, <laughs> we we hope to see that you listen via yes. our stats or whatever. We're everywhere. Uh, but check us out. Two Peas right. on a Podcast, guys. My father would womanize, he would drink, he would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, the sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. My childhood was typical. All right. So I think at this point in my life, finding real friends has become a super chore. Like, I consider you, like, an actual friend. Somebody that I can go see. Somebody that I don't mind eh, hanging. Eh, or associate. Man, fuck you, okay? <laughs> At this point in my life, like, finding people who are cool, people I can actually talk to and have a real conversation with, and not immediately be like, oh, God, you're stupid. Like, or they're on drugs. Or, or th- that's what I'm saying. Like, when I say stupid, I don't mean intelligence. I mean, or you're on drugs. That's a problem, too, though. Or, you've, or you're that's fucking. That's why we don't hang out with Bowie anymore, because he's fucking stupid. There's, I mean, yeah, it's overall just being stupid, but like being stupid in life. Like if you're, I don't know, if you're 35 years old and you still don't have a job and a car. If you make poor life choices. If you make bad <laughs> life like being a fucking adult and making stupid ass kid decisions. When I see friends of mine who are like, yeah, you know, went to a club last night and did X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, dude, you have kids at home. What are you, you doing? This is why you work as a restaurant manager. That that's why you're not like a fucking like a big wig or somewhere doing something what's awesome. What's wrong with being a restaurant manager? Are you There's saying, nothing wrong with being are you a restaurant. Saying restaurant managers suck. No, I'm saying that certain friends of ours are restaurant Those managers. Those emails go to Shane at now that I'm <laughs> Actually, they don't go to Shane at now that I'm older. They go to West. No, I'm just kidding. Did you really? Uh, did you? Dude, if you, I swear to God, if you give them my work email, I swear <laughs> to God, I'll just ignore them like I do all the vendors I don't talk to. I'm going to send everybody your work email from now I love on. being on the buying end instead of the selling end. Well, there's certain things that are fucking awesome about being a salesman. And there are certain things that maybe just be like, God damn it. Like the thing that as a salesman, one thing that grates on me more than anything else in the world is if I call your office and you immediately put me into some sort of like – uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of maze or some shit like that where I have to like make all these we, choices. We call it the black hole. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I get lost in this shit. And you know what I always do? Back when the very first time I ever got on the phones, a dude sitting next to me goes, dude, just just hit zero. T- today, or no, yesterday when I was at work, I finally got the guy to the point where he, he was like, I'm not sure if you're getting these messages. <laughs> and in my world, that means, oh good, this one's almost figured it out. So you're one of those people that just ignores every contact from a vendor? If it's a cold call, absolutely. Why is that? What makes you completely ignore, even if they have a service you need or want? They should make an appointment. But what if they're not in the state? What if they're away from you, they're hanging out somewhere else, and they have something they you need or want? should have called me before they got to the state. Phones work across state lines. That's a, that's a piss poor excuse. Wait a minute. You just said. They if- can make an appointment for a phone call, too. If I need to talk to you, you need to be on my schedule. So why? how are they going to get an why? appointment why? if you never answer the phone and say, I'm available in March? Well, my, my front desk answers the phone. And they offer to make an appointment. And they offer my email address, too. And You're much more likely to contact me through email. But uh, if they just demand... Let, me, let me ask you a real question. How many times do you get messages where they've made an appointment and you're like... Man, fuck this guy. I don't. I don't never. Talk if to I him. have an appointment, I keep an appointment. Are you I've never miss appointments ever? You never cancel on people just because you're a dick. Because I feel like I have canceled times... appointments because I've been sick before. Well, I'm not talking about that asshole. I'm talking about like if somebody makes no, an appointment with you. If I make an appointment, like, I honor my appointment book. Even if you know that you're not going to take the service, yep. you're just like, ah, fuck it. Because I, I had a out. I had a call one time at work. Generally, you won't get on my schedule if I don't want your service. I had a call one time at work where somebody called me up to come over and uh, to drive over to Alabama and to do a presentation of everything that my company offers. And I sit down and I go through the presentation. <laughs> I would definitely not cancel somebody if they drove from out of town or flew in. That would be just dick. Two hours I drove to this guy's office in the rain. And uh, I pull up and walk in. You know, I'm, I'm trying to look professional. I, I put my best smile on and all that shit. Dude walks in. I wait in his uh, – 
his waiting room for like 15 minutes. When I say waiting room, I mean the kitchen of the office where they have like a TV playing in the background and shit. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is fine. I can meet people wherever I need to. The the guy walks in, sits down. I go through the whole spiel. It takes me like five minutes to get through like just the initial conversation. And he looks at me and goes, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I said, I said, well, I don't think, I mean, let me just go ahead and go a little bit deeper. No, no, no. We're, we're very happy with the service we have now. What? So. You could have told me that. <laughs> I would have This is why I can't be in sales. This is why I have to be in management. Because in management, I can totally lash out. <laughs> it's fun. See, I can't lash out on anybody. I can't. I never fucking. And I would not have lashed out on the guy. But I, I did immediately in my head. I was like. So your <laughs> office manager heard me on the phone, exactly what I told you, and she said, yes, that sounds good enough for an appointment with the doctor. See, the doctor doesn't, you don't ever get an appointment with a doctor in my office. That's what I'm saying. That's why but that's because the doctor doesn't do that stuff. That's well, me. Here's the thing, though. If you're an office manager who's got clout and you can actually make decisions and stuff like that, it's fine to do that. But if the doctor is the ultimate decision maker and you have to actually talk to him before anything gets done... If getting an appointment with him, when somebody at the desk says, yes, I'm going to give you an appointment with the doctor, you get in the car and you drive to Alabama. But when the doctor looks at you five minutes into the appointment and goes, nah, <laughs> I was in the car calling Nikki going, I drove to fucking Alabama. Because I think basically what it came down to is the office manager was like, dude, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Why didn't you just do a phone conference with the doctor? I asked her if we could do a phone conference with the doctor. And the office manager said, no, no, no. I want you in the office with the doctor. <laughs> that, made that made the story better, by the way. <laughs> she asked me to come to Alabama. And I said, sure, no problem. So I like I went online, got all the information. I had a quote worked up. I was ready to go, man. Like I presented everything to the guy, and he just went, "No." I should have you go out and like make sales for me. What do you mean, make sales for you? Like, go, dude, we're not talking about me becoming your salesman or shit. I'm just like saying because okay? I'm not a good salesman and I still get lots of clients. But I bet I could get a butt ton of clients if you were out there because I'm all like, you'd have to quit your this job. This is what if I can do. Me. This is what I can do for you, and if you don't like it, you can go suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> They're like. You have a weird approach. <laughs> I'm good. That's that's your business remember, model. Remember when the Joker stabbed that guy in the ear in the dark night? <laughs> it's very similar to that. Really? Take it or leave it. You want me? This is how much I cost. <laughs> you think you could just rob us and, and then ask us to to hire you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think you'd probably have to quit your job if I started selling stuff for you. I really do because you'd be like, uh. Shane, I don't really have time to do this and have a job, so... It's a lot easier than those doctors think it is. <laughs> it doesn't really require me that much time. Uh, yeah. My I'm... office does, but that's because like, I get paid like eight hours a day to be there. It's like I have to make like some stuff happen while I'm there. And I don't just do social media at my office. I don't like, run everything. Well, here's the, <laughs> the, the real question is how much of um, of what you do for these doctors is just shit that they could just do themselves if only they would apply themselves. It's intuition and analytics and most, they're just not good at that. Oh, for lack of any doctors who are listening, if, if no, y'all are dumb. Y'all are dumb when it no, comes to business. No, no, 98% no. of you are fucking toddlers when it comes to business. <laughs> and I just want to give you a pacifier and tell you to sit down there and let me do it myself. You're dumb. You spend way too much time on the med. Well, no, it's not too much. It's good that they spend all your college. Doctors give a shit about two things in the entire world. This is the absolute truth. Are the patients okay? Are we making money? That's all they give a fuck about. More's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have, I, when I talk to doctors on the phone and shit like that, like basically they are always with patients. They and should be. They have an office manager who is saying, no, that's basically what the, how the office runs. <laughs> we have everything we need. No, but doctors, it's not that I, I just think they don't care. I think there's only so much room in your brain for stuff. And I think they've got to have somebody else to no, handle I th- business. I think it's really hard for them to admit that somebody else is better at things than them. And this is coming from dealing with a lot of them uh, where my office, my boss totally thinks I'm better at things than him. He even thinks the technicians are better at the regular adjustments than him. And they are because they do it every day. He needs to tell them which ones to do and when. But the actual, like, doing the the 
stuff on your teeth, uh-huh. you totally want the orthotechnician to do that. It's just like getting a shot in the hospital. You, oh, yeah. You, you want don't the, want a doctor doing that. Do you want the doctor you want a nurse or the nurse? That. Right. You want a nurse that you know good and goddamn well has just done 20 shots like in the last You want day. the old nurse that looks like she's tired. Absolutely. And, and you're going to try to sweeten her up because you know she's been dealing with assholes all day. Exactly. So she's she been gives, dealing with car accidents. Because she can give you and, a good or a bad shot. Oh, I, I've I've had I've had veins that took seven attempts to get to, and I've had ones where it was one, and I didn't even feel it. So there's nurses that I got you. there one day, and they were like, "This is so and so, and she's observing today. We're gonna let her do your IV." And I was like, "Ah, oh. <laughs> oh. yeah." Actually, they asked my permission, and it was like this 19 year old hot ass chick that was like a nine, and I was like, "Oh, that's not fair." Why don't you bring a fat guy? I saw the fat guy here a minute ago <laughs> with another patient. They had no problem telling him no. You bring out fucking fucking medical school Barbie over here. <laughs> can I can I do your IV, sir? I'm kind of nervous. Don't don't. First, let me give you a tip. I work in medicine. Never tell your patient you're nervous. <laughs> People make mistakes when they're God nervous. Please, yes, don't. you can you can attempt to do my IV five times and then get a real nurse to do it because I know you're not going to get it. How many times did it take her? I don't think it took her more than one, actually. She, was, she wasn't super gentle, but she wasn't bad. She, I told her she probably has a good chance of having a career in medicine. So you tried to butter up the 19-year-old chick? Oh, I would have taken her out. Yeah, why not? How old were you at the time? 43? <laughs> like, like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> why were you getting an IV three months ago? I think I was getting some tests and I had to have a dye put in my blood. Oh, this is from that time when you went to Vegas and there was that thing. No, dude, there's no dye for for STDs. I don't know what you're alluding to, but I'm pretty sure I was getting my cholesterol veins blockages checked or some bullshit where they had to scan my veins. Your cholesterol veins? Making sure they're not closing up. The blockages. I get it. I just you said cholesterol veins, and I wasn't sure if they had different ones. Some people call it plaque, but it's cholesterol. I don't want to talk about the plaque in your heart and in your veins and stuff. I didn't like have that. any. I passed I the test. It was a good test. Did the nineteen-year-old tell you that after you told her she did a good job, or did the doctor tell you that? The doctor and the, the hot nineteen-year-old. I don't understand why that question even exists. Well, I actually, sure I'm pretty sure she wasn't around for the test. You go into the hospital, they give you the IV, and then they you get to roll around on a chair the rest of the day because you have the IV and they don't want you to trip or fuck it up. <laughs> so, so they wheeled me into the little radiology department because they're the ones that do the actual test. You've already got the dye pumping in you, but then they need to scan you. I've had dye before when I go to get an MRI, and it's that shit. Like, Same I've kind had, of shit. I, that shit sucks every single time one time i had a guy who was not new and he just fucked up and he like made my arm look like the incredible hulk because he missed the vein so he just pumped a bunch of dye in my fucking arm i'm walking around looking like a guy who only jacks off with one hand he does a lot (laughs) i had one time where they did some shit like that i was getting something uh, put into me i was getting steroids put into me and i had an uh, iv in my wrist and they miss the fucking vein. And I'm sitting there and like my wrist starts feeling like I'm reading a book because I'm trying to pass the time and shit because I had to run through the whole IV bag. And I'm, they're like dripping and shit. And I'm like, that feels weird, man. My wrist feels kind of weird. I'm just reading my book. And I look down and my wrist is like the size of like a, a pool ball at that <laughs> yeah, point. that's how my bicep Like looks. two pool balls like wrapped around each other. And I look over at the nurse and I'm like, uh, nurse? <laughs> nurse? Oh, oh, there's, a, there's a problem with the IV. And she's like, oh my God. So they pull it out. They have completely bl- like gone through the vein and like fucked it up and shit. And they're like, "Oh my god, we're so sorry." You have to like I've been sitting there for about ten minutes at this point. You were way too copacetic about this. <laughs> well, I didn't. Well, the thing was, like I said, it just felt kind of warm for a minute, and then it like it swelled up really fucking quick. And they're like, "We're gonna have to start in the other arm." <laughs> I was have to getting, start from the beginning. I was getting an MRI when I had a coli- uh What is that fucking shit? Diverticulitis. And they were making sure I didn't diverticulitis. Have yeah, that shit. That shit sucks. Ooh, that shit sucks. So they were making sure that when you get that, they have to make sure you don't have cancer. <laughs> it's one of those things where we're pretty sure you have diverticulitis, but it's also the same exact symptoms for like eighteen different cancers. So diverticulitis. Do, yeah, that word. Colitis. <laughs> Sounds like a Roman emperor. Diverticulitis. I don't think it's tick. I think it's diverta. I honestly don't fucking know. I've heard it on a couple of shows. It doesn't matter. My fucking intestine blew up. (laughs) 
you get like a seed in the fold of your intestine, and it like at first it just makes kind of a bubble, but then it gets infected and it like closes off your intestine. So if you eat, you think you're gonna die. Hold on one second. You get a seed in your intestine? Yeah, it's usually caused by like a strawberry seed or a tomato seed, something like that. Something small that's hard. So one fucking tomato seed caused your entire intestine. Let's be honest. We don't want to know. <laughs> I don't eat vegetables. Oh, oh, oh. It was either a kiwi or a strawberry. One sesame seed got into your fucking. I don't think sesame seeds are hard enough. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're not really seeds. They're grain pods of some kind. Because I was thinking maybe like. Um... I was thinking maybe like an orange seed. I think it was probably there. a kiwi because I eat a lot of kiwis. Or strawberry because I eat a lot of strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't drink strawberry quick because that shit's nasty. No. Oh, fuck. God, no. That's yeah. Somebody younger than us, one of the girls I dated, she uh, posted that the other day. A picture of the old strawberry quick. And she was like, my older sister bitches about how she had used to open this with a fucking hacksaw or a spoon. And oh, yeah. Oh, the metal the one. <laughs> You're all fucking stabbing your finger backs. Ow! And then what's if, really mad is when you see the quick and you reach up into the cabinet on Saturday morning and you've built a tower to get up on the counter so you can get to the snacks while your parents are trying to sleep in that one day. <laughs> because you know if you wake them up, you're going to get the, get out of here. You're never going to get the fudge rounds then. <laughs> it's the only day you can eat like six at a time and make yourself sick. <laughs> I, me and my brother would usually get two at a time. I'd be like, all right, Steven, here, here. That was and, a pig. It's like, I'm thinking half the box. <laughs> well, you have to remember, we were poor, so everything was rationed. Like, it was always <laughs> rationed in my house, too. That's why I was on the top shelf, and I had to pull, like, chairs over. And let's be maybe, honest. Let, let's, let's be honest. <coughs> We're going to talk about the tower you had to build to get up into the cabinets in a second. But let's be honest. In my house, there was a lot different rationing than the one in your house. <laughs> yeah, okay? it was probably a lot more deadly. But let's get back to the story. <laughs> so you're reaching up in the cabinet, and you find some quick, and you're about to make some chocolate fucking milk. Life is good. With a fudge round on a Saturday morning. And it's a fucking strawberry quick. It's like, ugh. Because in my house, first, my dad actually liked strawberry quick. And the first problem is you can see the cans rust in the strawberry because it's not dark like the chocolate. And you're like, oh, half the shit's rust. Uh. <laughs> God damn this it. is gross. Uh, uh. I used to. Quick. I hate the powdered uh, quick. Honestly, it's, it's bad too. The chocolate's not great. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. Just like to remind the audience that for like an entire summer, you thought you were the crow. Hey, we have stuff we can talk about with you, too. And that's all the time we have. We're going to have to go ahead and uh, close that out right now. Let's see uh, see you now that I'm older this week. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to fucking acknowledge it.